Welcome to Open Your Toys Cast, episode 155, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time, and those are Mrs. McFavorite. G.I. Joe, Transformers, Masters of the Universe, and what is that one? It's right at the tip of my tongue. Is it something about wars? That's right, folks. If you want to kick it with us, you can find us at our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. Also, you can find us at our website, openyourtoys.com. At the top of the page there, you'll see links to our show notes that has links to everything we're talking about, including all of these ways to reach out to us, to kick it with us, to subscribe to us, to listen to us. You can do that via the RSS feed, through iTunes, through Google Play, through Stitcher Smart Radio if you want to know when we're recording a show and or when we have posted a show. You can find us at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. We're at Open Your Toys on Twitter and Instagram. And we have email at team at openyourtoys.com. And the way we want to hear from you is our voicemail. That's 720-235-TOYS, 720-235-8697. You can also text that number if you're a millennial. Mrs. McFavorite, how can people find you? Facebook.com, and I think it's at Jessica Spiller with one S. Seymour. Is that how it is? Yep. It's not at, but it's slash. But Oh, slash Jessica Spiller <laughs> with one S and Jessica. And then Instagram at Instagram.com slash Mrs. McFavorite. Yeah. Lotus, how can people find you, sir? Uh, they can head over to YouTube and type in Lotus Dark and watch some videos of things that I collect. And God damn it, I, I've watched all your GoBot videos, and you scare the living shit out of me with those cheap-ass razor blades, dude. You're like, you're like squeezing the blade, you're moving your fingers up and down it. I'm like, he is either going to slice his finger off, or he's going to slice off like a propeller off of Cop 2 right. or something like that. I'm like... Buy yourself a $4 exacto blade from Hobby and Lobby, please. I'm trying to use, trying to use these cheap blades up. 
Jesus. <laughs> Throw them away. They're four cents a blade or something like that. Throw them the fuck away. <laughs> I swear to God, I am most in tune to the episode during that opening part because I'm like, something's going to go wrong. He's going to chop a piece off of an accessory or something. Yeah. And then really upset yeah, yeah. no i i the, the one the one time i definitely i did slip a little and i i almost did hit my finger <laughs> it's crazy they're brand new i hope i take i unwrap them and they're brand new but they just they're just garbage it's not the shot it's the leverage you have no leverage you need yeah. something with a hand like i don't cut more than like a quarter inch into any of my bubbles because I have good leverage, you know, you're cutting like a half an inch to like three quarters of an inch. I'm like, you're going to nick your, your perfect vintage toy that you won't even move the arm because you don't want to scrape something. Oh, anyways. Uh, Vern can't join us. He doesn't us. have control issues at all. <laughs> Uh, Vern can't join us because he's doing some selfish bullshit like working extra hours this weekend so he has more money for Christmas presents and shit so fuck Ooh. him Ooh. <laughs> I know <laughs> Uh, if you want to find me, you can hit me up at uh, facebook.com slash open your toys. I'm at slick McFavorite on Instagram and Twitter and email slick at open your toys. Uh, Mrs. McFavorite, what are you drinking? I saw you bought something fancy. It's <laughs> Mango Rita by Bud Light Lime. Ew. The motherfucker part is that it's by Bud Light that I did not see. <laughs> It was an impulse buy. So you wanted Mango Rita, but... Uh, no, I just wanted to buy something to make it so I didn't have to go to the ATM to get shots. Oh, and to, pass the, to <laughs> pass the $5 limit of the liquor store. <laughs> Wait, all right, ready? Oh, Let's yeah. try it, folks. All right, wish me luck. That's one thing we don't do very often is do the crack open, right? Yeah, I was going to say, that's not cool. fresh. That we should do, like we commercial. should do that. Mm, that is some mango syrup <laughs> with some carbonation. <laughs> there might be some alcohol in it, but the syrup covers it up. It's real good. <sighs> good. So we'll be at the end of the half. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh i'm drinking a, a good old favorite um it's a two day old uh 22 ounce lost lake uh so if people aren't aware this is a, a dollar twenty twenty nine for uh almost two beers worth of 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 beer here and two beers worth of beer yeah two beers worth, <laughs> oh it's a 24 ounce so it is two beers worth of beer Wow. And, uh, yeah, especially after two days of b going to room temperature, being put back in the fridge, going to room temperature. <laughs> let me tell you how good it is. Um, it is in a fancy new can that's very beautiful by designer standards, so I'm very happy with that. But uh, it's naturally <laughs> brewed. Go ahead. What What did you say it was? Uh, I stopped 
Oh, Sorry. Lost Lake. Oh, yeah. They made it real fancy. Yeah. It is naturally brewed Pilsner beer from Wisconsin, 1997. Which is what it tastes like when I opened it. So, <laughs> but hey, I'm poor. $1.29 over three days. That's pretty good. That's that's some cost savings there. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into freaking con news. The only thing we have this week are TFCon LA tickets are on sale. I didn't even see how much these are. So that's coming up on March 15th through the 17th. Again, one of the most affordable affordable cons you can go to looking at a weekend pass 50 bucks that's it that's amazing uh they looks like they are going to have a customizing class on friday that'll be 80 bucks uh let's see saturday deluxe pass is 40 bucks at the door uh after 11 a.m is 25 bucks uh, Sunday is only 20 bucks, or there is a premium weekend pass. Advance option to purchase convention exclusives on Friday night in private area. Front of the line, early admission to the TFCon dealer room Saturday morning. Access to TFCon programming and show floor on both days. Limited to 100 people for $100. So, if you're in L.A., man... TFCon really is is pretty amazing, um, you know, especially being a, a fan run convention. You know, uh, I always liked BotCon and JoeCon. Uh, they they did it up. You paid for it. You know, that was three to four hundred bucks with the box set of toys and blah blah blah. But they did do it up. Um, but as we've talked about TFCon, especially in LA, it is just ridiculous the amount of guests they have. So those panels are going to be absolutely amazing this year. So if you're in the LA area, I highly encourage you to attend. And if you're a listener, uh, we'd love to have you cover the show, take some pictures, you know, you don't have to record panels, because let me tell you, when Miss McFavor and I recorded panels, it was such a fucking pain in the ass. But it is really Super. nice. It is really nice to have recorded panels. So, um, Next up, toy news. And we got mad toy news. First up, studio series in-hand pictures. So this is the newest wave with the... Uh, with the Megatron, the leader class Megatron. Uh, it's got his little weird crazy guy that was like running around him, which is kind of yeah. interesting. Uh, is, that, is that supposed to be the uh, just like Crumb Zeke? Is that like the alternative? Like I don't know if that was an homage to it. It might okay. have been. I, I never even thought about that until you oh. said that. So it possibly could have been. Mm. Um, we're going to get into, well, maybe we're going to get into it later. Maybe it's in these pictures, but these dirty paint schemes they're putting on these look awful, in my opinion. Just spraying a big splotch of rust on the side of the truck that and on his chest. I'm sorry, that, that looks really bad. His feet don't look as bad in these pictures as they did in some of the promotional pictures. 
Um, the funny thing is, is once it transforms, it's going to look even worse. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, there's no, there's no method to any of the battle damp, you know, the, the weathering effects. Exactly. Um, the jet fire that in promotional shots looked to be like super clean. Now we see all the shit hanging off of it and the bottom include that's got to be a mistransformation of his head where his head is like sticking out the sides of it. But yeah, yeah. Um, the combined mode looks pretty good with the prime. That doesn't look awful. Uh, the uh, World War II Bumblebee again, that weathering the paint on the side of it just looks like trash. Um, plus his feet hanging out the bottom front of the car looks awful. <laughs> it's a different shit. Oh God. And now you can see that the entire top half of the car is hanging off of his back as well. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus, this is supposed to be like your ultimate rendition of these movie characters. Um, Oh, yeah, it is these pictures. So you scroll down and you see the dirty, the dirty uh, old school Camaro. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? That looks fucking awful. Like, I was like, oh, that's I'm excited for that. Like, they've never put out a, you know, the promo shots, the hand painted ones looked amazing. So, have you ever done any body work on a car? Yeah. No. Yeah. So, okay, well, for for those who have done body work before, if you, this looks to me like if you took a, uh, you know, you took a, a, like a DA sander and you started, you know, sanding down the car and then underneath, you know, underneath the layers, you know, you would, you'll hit your primer layer, you'll hit your different layers. That's what this looks like to me, like literally looks like someone started to, you know, go to an auto shop and, and start sanding it down to its bare metal, you know, primer colors and just, you know, exposing all those spots. I mean, I mean I'm just like, Jesus, Miss McFavorite, because you don't have to be a fan of the toys or anything. I mean, does that look good to you? Like as a you, you know, what they're trying to do is make things look used and worn and rusted. Like, does that convey that to you? Or does it just look like a bunch of chocolate was like rubbed all over that car or something? Okay. So I've been trying to pull it up. (laughs) What is? (laughs) Um, But the way how you said it, it sounds like a bunch of chocolate. It does. Actually, now you say that, it looks like chocolate smeared all over it. Yeah, or shit. What did they do to that thing? That's, it's, it's aged. They aged it. It looks like it's... No, they didn't. (laughs) No, they didn't. They just, no, they didn't. (laughs) Honestly, straight from, like, half listening to you guys, that's, no, no, bad, no, bad, bad, no. (laughs) All right. You know what? Honestly, it's the shit stain on the top mm-hmm. that really fucks with it. Like maybe you can get away with like the shit on the side, but it's it's the thing on the roof that makes it look bad. Do we have confirmation that all of the you know they're all the same, or are they randomly sprayed? Uh, you know. 
battle damage or uh, weathering effects? Is it random or is it the we, same for every? We don't. Thing? Yeah, okay. these are the only pictures. So these and these are out of Japan too. Mm. So because that's where they're hitting first. So okay. I mean, who knows? They they do running changes and stuff like that. So that's always a possibility. You know, they finally did the running change on the Rodimus or the Hot Rod where they switched them. So, who knows? Maybe well, the mold itself just looks choppy as shit. Well, that's that's kind of the with the Studio Series because they're trying to make the bots look super accurate. They are kind of panelly, you know. And this again, this is someone. This isn't Hasbro or whatever. This is somebody just taking pictures in a photo booth in their house. But um, we also get to see packaging pictures of at least a few of them. Um, so we get that Prime that we saw. So those are the Leader Class, Leader Class Bone Crusher, and Leader Clash, Leader Class Megatron. Uh, yeah! Wow. And yeah, and now, especially in the packaging, how big Jetfire's head looks like compared to the rest of his body. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, now that you say something, look at Yeah, look at it. It's this whole size of his torso. And he's got a big old diaper. Anyways. <laughs> Wait, right. sorry. I keep forgetting that I have to, like, click on something. He yeah. looks like he was wearing a diaper. So we're on Studio Series, and then there's a link called Packaging. No, I'm on that. Are you talking about where his middle section is elongated? Yeah. Damn. Well, his his abdomen is elongated. His head is basically his entire midsection. The no, what? All right, Mrs. McFavorite. If you can't keep up. (laughs) No, I am. I'm looking at it, and it's... Anyway, so moving on. All right, so next story. This is Super 7 Q&A. And uh, we actually get a little bit of information from them here. Uh, So people, the first question asks, uh, with their partnership with Mattel, do they still have access to the factory and the tooling library? And they say, yes, we do have access to the tooling library and the factory. Um, But the problem is, is the tooling is quite old. So I don't know if that means, you know, used considerably um or what uh but they are always open to exploring what is possible with uh uh making new items from that old tooling a number of fans feel there are problems with the female book would super 7 fix the height issue and also return to the original leg art articulation excuse me uh so as far as I know, the height issue they're referring to is that the women are just as tall as the men, which I don't know if that's a height issue. Maybe, I, but um, let's see. The reality is the cost of new tooling is difficult to overcome and is feasible only if we're able to spread that 
cost across multiple figures, we're open to considering an update, provided there are enough characters available to use the new tooling. So basically saying they need to have enough women to read to fix in what they what this person considers fixing these issues. So that's not going to happen. Um, let's see. Is it your intention to put out all first release filmation characters, ones that have never had a toy before, in Club Grayskull, which means the simpler aesthetic? They say we approach this on a case by case basis, while some of the more obscure character with some of the more obscure characters, it may be realistic to create two separate versions, one for collector's choice and one for Club Grayskull. So we picked the version we feel would make the coolest toy possible. So basically there are characters that haven't been made in, uh, in collector's choice or club Grayskull that are filmation characters. And it would just make sense to make those in club Grayskull first, you know, um, Anyways, uh, do you have a clear roadmap for Club Grayskull to finish that Masters of the Universe classic subline with the last 30 Filmation variants? Wow, I didn't realize there was 30 still remaining. Mm. Uh, we have a roadmap for where we are taking the line, but it is more general approach, approach as opposed to focusing on finishing only the animation variants. There are a lot of other characters available to also choose from. Characters that had toys in the 80s that differed from the cartoon. Characters that were on the cartoon but not have a toy in the 80s. Characters that were on the cartoon and had a modern toy in Collector's Choice. All of these would be cool to see as a Club Grayskull figures. So we try to find a balance of all of them when planning the line. God. Again, just a fucking bunch of double speak uh and here's here's some actual interesting information uh what new information if any can you provide us about the upcoming masters of the universe classics snake mountain place at pre-order and production snake mountain is at the factory and we are finalizing the pricing and shipping logistics now so that we can pro provide a solid plan to customers so that's good to know if it's at the factory, that means they're working on tooling. They're figuring out all that shit. So and there's still no there's still no price point for it, right? <clears throat> no, no. And like I say, I it, I think it's gonna. I don't see how you could exceed five hundred dollars, mm. and so I think it's going to be five hundred dollars. Okay. You know, and like I say, this is a company that's. That's not trying to necessarily do right by their customers. They're going to try to eke out every last bit of profit for what they think they can get from this thing. Yeah. Is, she, right. is she really snoring? I don't know. Someone's maybe sleeping. Hey, sweetie, are you there? Mm-hmm. I'm here. Okay. It sounded like you were snoring. <laughs> no, I was just breathing hard. <laughs> I was snoring. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, Takara Toei War for Cybertron Siege Prototype Images, Soundwave, Chromia, Prowl, and more. Uh, so, yeah, Soundwave's looking good. Basically, looking like almost right out of the Bumblebee movie, which I would assume this is kind of all on purpose. I don't think stuff like that just happens. Um, but, uh, yeah, we get more patrol. Red Hot and Stake Out. Um, I don't know what that... Oh, that's just a weaponizer or whatever they're calling those. Uh, Chromia looks like whatever. Um, Let's see. Prowl doesn't look too bad there. Still, I don't really like how his car mode looks like a earth car mode <laughs> but yeah I don't know I just um I don't know I don't really have any input for these I mean <laughs> it, you know it, it's I don't know we'll, we'll see what happens once they once they're in color yeah the sound wave ship still looks a little ridiculous there in my opinion but Soundwave himself looks pretty good I don't yeah. mind. I don't mind the cassettes. So, uh, let's see what else here. Uh, last VIP offering. So, this has been kind of a a clusterfuck. With uh, if you had pre-ordered the Millennium Falcon from Lego before it got released. Uh, you were promised all of these. Hey, sweetie. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> this is all going to stay in. It's great. <laughs> we're Mrs. McFavorite. We're just putting her to sleep. <laughs> That's how boring this show is, is we just put people to sleep. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, here. I can. Okay. There you go. She's muted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this uh, VIP offering thing has been kind of a nightmare. They just really haven't offered any value for pre-ordering this $800 toy ahead of time, signing up for their VIP program, blah, blah, blah. So they announced this piece, which was this uh, little, I don't know, a Lego plaque, I guess, that comes with a little Lego minifigure, which, why if you're making an all-black figure, you give them yellow hands? I, I have no idea. Looks like he's holding the little plaque like you would if you own this. Um, the crazier thing is, is they accidentally put this up for sale on oh. Lego.com and a bunch of people pre-ordered it. And uh, then they took it down, took the page down and started canceling everybody's order because this is supposed to be for VIP gift 
it's supposed to be a VIP gift for those people that pre-ordered the Falcon. So just another fucking clusterfuck from that $800 Millennium Falcon. So just wanted to point out that even companies like Lego that have the best of intentions fuck shit up. Um, bot, bot codes. I'm actually kind of excited about this. So since our last episode, I, or I think in our last episode, we confirmed that, uh, that bot bots do have two modes and I think they're pretty damn cute. I've watched a lot of reviews. They sent out to their marketing partners like pixel Dan and, and some other people, they sent out this ridiculous red, ridiculous huge box of like 90 bot bots i mean it's just insane tons of these blind packages all of the all of the um uh blister card packed ones all this kind of shit and there are some super cute ones there's a corn dog love the fucking corn dog there's a fucking there is a donut that looks like it's straight out of the simpsons uh so but there's only a few i want i didn't want to buy some big multi-pack um but it looks like uh these blind bags they are actually uh numbered and there's a little code section for them so if you're at all interested in these and you only want to pick up a couple, you don't want to buy the multi-packs, whatever, uh, go check out the show notes. There's a link to you can uh, a link so you can tell what's in each one of these uh, blind bubbles, I guess. Um, but what's crazy is these are three bucks a piece. I don't know. That seems pricey. I mean, what are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are, if they can do mini Transformers like this, why can't they do G1 mini Transformers? Like do a little tiny Prime like this? Yeah. Why can't they do it? Like, the world's smallest. Like, all of the, like, Takara, you know, started with the world's smallest Transformers, and then obviously there was a lot of uh, third-party world's smallest. I mean, if they can make, you know these little tiny transformers i mean why can't they why can't they make them real characters like why do they have to go the mcdonald's route and just do random junk you know yeah i guess my only thing is that you know each one of these maybe has two to four moving points at the most that's okay the world's the world's smallest transformers don't have a whole lot of transformation points. I mean, no, they ha- they have quite a bit. I well, I mean, I guess like yeah. seekers. Oh. What would you need for seekers? Literally, you just stand them up and have their arms come out as wings, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, shit yeah. like that. Optimus Prime, you just have his legs fold down and his two arms come out, but. I mean, because yeah. what what was what was bot shots? Bot shots did they didn't actually transform, right? No, bot shots did. Um, they did. Yeah, so they had a they had a spring activated thing. So oh, that's you, right. That's yeah, right. you would pull them up, pull them back. They would run into something. They should pop up, and so that you're right though. Those were like five bucks a piece and they had all kinds of moving mechanisms and shit like that. So, yeah, 
I think it's a it's a thing to get into this blind bag market, and you don't ever see blind bag or box shit that's less than three bucks, five bucks at the most. So, uh, Force Friday 2019. That's right. If you didn't realize, there is going to be another. There's going to be the final sequel trilogy movie next year coming out. I know you probably don't care. I, as a huge Star Wars fan, I half don't care. Um, but uh, they've announced that the Force Friday release for product will be October fourth, two thousand nineteen. Um, so that's exciting. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Is, is it really exciting though? Because. And I, like I said, I don't really know anything about Star Wars, but I walk through the aisles of Target very, very frequently, and I just see all kinds of stuff that was originally Force Friday merchandise, blah, blah. It's just mm-hmm. sitting there. Yeah. Well, that stuff just went on clearance. So what is the allure to this Force Friday crap? I don't understand it. Well, for the people that are completists that are going to buy this shit no matter what, and they're not going to wait for Ross, and they're not going to blah, blah, blah. They want to be the first people to get this shit. And it does. It, it excites them. You know, mm-hmm. it excites me. And, and I've gone out every Force Friday. Uh, the, um, the last Force Friday, I was unemployed. And I still bought some shit. You know, kind of thing. Uh, you do get a little excited. Um, it's kind of hard to relate it to you because you're just kind of done with mainline stuff. But... If they were to release Bumblebee movie stuff and or all the kind of like, again, Transformers is weird because they've always got like two to three lines going on at any one time. Um, But if you were to release a bunch of Transformers stuff all in one night, be that Siege, be it Bumblebee the movie, you know, the retro Target exclusives, all that, you did it all in one night it would create more of an excitement, right? Yeah. You know, the problem is, is that shit just trickles out into stores and someone in Virginia finds it, this, you know, three weeks ahead of somebody in Denver, you know, that kind of thing. I just remember everyone talking about this, you know, when we talked about it on the on the last Horse Friday and, you know, everyone's buying doubles of stuff and, oh, this is going to be valuable and this and that. Oh, and then I, said yeah. it's just all. It's all clearance shit to me. It's just all. It's at Ross. It's it's still on the on the the target that 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 one uh, figure that we talked about that um, uh, has the looks like the rhino figure with the cloth uh, you know wrap the fuzzy wrap and stuff whatever that was for thirty bucks. That's just sitting sitting around, you know. Oh, the pig, the Gamorian yeah. guard. Yeah, well, see, guard. He's just. I don't see him anywhere around here. So, but if he's hanging out there, you know, it is, it's one of those things where it's just kind of like anything where, um, especially if it's geographically rare, you know, it's going to create, you know, it's going to create some excitement around it, that kind of thing. I'm just, Um, I was, I was just trying to say that maybe, maybe they're making more of the product instead of making it, making less of it. So it, it just sits around maybe, I don't know. No, I completely agree. If Not anybody if anybody thinks that they're going to go 
make money by going to Force Friday and buying stuff and then scalping it, I think you're kidding yourself. Well, I don't know. I mean, like I said, when we talked about it, it sounded like everyone was excited. I know Peter was on the show, you know, and it was super excitement. And I remember Peter was waiting waiting in line and got two of the, 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 the speeder things with the extra character or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see those yeah. things on clearance, you know? Exactly. Like, well, and it's one of those things where it's all demand at the moment. Yeah. Like, when you find something in your area that nobody else can find it, people want to have it, and they'll pay an extra 5 10 bucks. But yeah. again, is it fucking worth it? Is it worth it to, like, go through... I mean, like you say, with the whole eBay thing, like packing and shipping and dealing with the fucking headache of that somebody might return it you know they mm-hmm. might they might say oh it's damaged because they found it in their store a day before the item got to them you know or whatever people are shady and so i'm kind of with you i mean even comic-con exclusives have gotten to the point where they're not worth fucking anything you know, there might that's be that's another that's another wacky thing. Comic Con exclusives, like especially with the the pop vinyls that are SDCC. Um, you know, one of my friends collects those, and he's starting. He he finds the SDCC ones uh, at Barnes and Noble, and then at Hot Topic. Like they just randomly show up at these places, and they're supposed to be actual exclusive to SDCC. You know, but so. some of them. See, that's the problem is the pops are probably one of the worst about there might be a pop from SDCC that's worth $500 right now, but one that didn't do well is at Barnes and Noble, you know, kind of thing. So, oh, I don't know. I just like I'm I'm just saying like when they have the little sticker on there that says SDCC, (laughs) like why is that at Barnes and Noble, you know? Yeah. Well, because so, they don't, it, it's a San Diego Comic Con exclusive unless they don't sell out. They're not going to incinerate, you know, five hundred pops. But oh, they, I, they should, you know, make it exclusive. Like I it's agree. not exclusive. It's just junk. If, if people, uh, I've been promoting a friend's podcast, Toy Break. They don't do it anymore, but uh, he does a, a podcast called. Uh, Toy geeks behind the counter, or something oh, like I didn't, that. No, I, I didn't even know Alien and those guys uh, did a new one because I, yeah. I miss Toy Break. I wish Toy Break was still around. Yeah, well, if, if people didn't know, unfortunately, Aileen and George uh, separated. Oh, they uh, did. Yeah, um, oh. it was amicable. They're they're both very happy with their new lives. George is actually uh, remarried to an amazing woman that I got to meet when I went out to PowerCon. Um, mm. But he does he does a toy podcast with uh, again. I think it's like Geeks Behind the Counter or something like that. Look it up. It's good. Um, but that was George's stance all the time is when you say something's an exclusive, that means it's not offered anywhere else except for where you say it's an exclusive to, you know, kind of thing. And, and he's always taken, and even now he's still producing toys. I mean, that's still his livelihood and, and, um, it's that wording of saying it's, and I forget how you put it, but basically saying the exclusive is that it's offered first 
at this place. Yeah. It'll be on it'll be online later or whatever, blah right. blah blah, but you can but, get it here first. That's right, and that's exclusive. fine. I don't I don't have a problem with that, but what I have a problem with is they they should have certain toys at the event with the actual sticker that says SDCC. Then they should have the release of the unstickered, the same toy. Yeah, oh, I agree. Stickered, and that goes to Barnes & Noble because that would at least, at least you have the sticker to prove that you went to the event. You know, yeah. like make it a little bit unique, you know? No, I agree. I agree. I'm right there with you. Yeah. So, I don't know, whatever. Hey, but, so is George part of the four, is he has something to do with the four horsemen or so him and the four horsemen both worked at McFarland studios uh, before okay. that dis, you know, they worked there at that height of the spawn fanaticism, you know, okay. although, you know, the hundreds of toys they put out for spawn back in the day, mm-hmm. they were all sculptors that, well, and I shouldn't say they are all because there's business people and stuff like that with the four horsemen that are, a four horsemen, but uh, they were all part of that group back in okay. the day. So Cornborn and Eric Mays, uh, and that's that's how I know them is through George. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Whenever they're in town, they go have dinner every night, that kind of thing, and and that's how that's how I know the four horsemen is through George. That's cool. Yeah. It's just, it's amazing, you know, because like I said, I used to, I used to watch Toy Break all the time and uh, really liked, you know, both Aileen and George's mm. opinion on on toys. I mean, they were, they were even reviewing like Toys R Us toys, you know, yeah. those, the, you know, the, the, the ones that Toys R Us used to make themselves and, uh, oh, you know, the it, true legends and the shit true like legends. That. Yeah. yeah they, they, <laughs> they would review, review all kinds of stuff and you know, viewers would send in stuff and, but uh, and then you know then they George was you know did the skeleton warriors you know they mm-hmm. he bought the molds and started redoing all that stuff so that was, it was really cool. Yeah, um, and one we didn't even cover on here, which I guess I can cover right now is again this was one of those things where I don't want to call it a decon exclusive, uh, but it was first available at decon is he took that skeleton warriors. Uh, standard skeleton that they did for it um so it's like a five inch skeleton it's supposed to be with three and three quarter but they were larger on the show right it was a glyos system yeah yeah, it's all glyos compatible he did a skeletor repaint so uh this is one of the first ones you can get fully painted where it's a blue skeleton but it, it just has purple spray on it and then the face is painted with the bright yellow and green so that's available right now it uh i think it's a double g toys.com so george gaspar cool so please go support them and aileen has been putting out podcasts so Aileen has uh, been with a gentleman uh, that is very Lego-centric. So they've been putting out a Lego podcast, but I or a, and it's a video on YouTube. Same thing with the uh, uh, behind-the-counter uh, thing is those she, are she, YouTube. She was always uh, pretty big on the Lego side. I remember she was yeah. doing... I forgot. I, maybe it's the same 
maybe it's the same show, but uh, I, I think there was a Lego. She was actually making her own Lego podcast alongside a toy break. Yeah, and and it's not the same one. They like rebranded it for her and her new boyfriend, but. Yeah, I mean, they they both have kind of moved on. They're both doing great. I still talk to both of them, so. Oh, neat. Um, let's see, we got some rumors here. Uh, possible, so there's been this, uh, what are they calling it, select series. So that uh, Red Swoop and Ricochet that we talked about on a previous show is part of this select series. Uh, now there's rumors of a G2 uh, what they call, what is this, like, Arctic Camo uh, Megatron. This was an unreleased redeco from back in the day. Uh, that crazy G2 uh, combat hero or something they called it, where mm-hmm. it had the air shooting missile and stuff like that. That was uh, like a bluish, that was like a bluish purple, right? Yeah, uh, I've actually got, oh no, I packed it, shit. It was on my desk. It was, it was a purple one, um, and now they're saying that there there's a possibility that that's going to come up, come out in that. Uh, what is this one? That is that the triple changer? Is that what that Megatron is? Oh, that's the Siege Voyager class Megatron. Yeah, so they're saying they're going to redeco that Voyager Siege Megatron in that Arctic camo, which is basically like green and gray tiger striping. And that's the same Megatron that we got with a botcon exclusive something. I remember was, was he the, was he the one that came with the pretender shell, the, uh, the grand max pretender shell that they read echo Megatron. That might be true. But, the little, uh, the little legends. Uh, yeah, I, they had this legends mold in the in the was the, it was like the tiger. Yeah, and he was the inner robot, and it was the tiger striped. It was this same same. I, it seems like this was the same exact thing, except it was a legends figure that was inside the Pretender Megatron. You are correct, sir. Good Ooh, call. Yeah. I have That's the Pretender exactly. Mega. I, I I bought the Pretender shell, but I didn't I didn't buy it with the robot because I didn't really <laughs> want the inner robot. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I got the Pretender shell pretty pretty cheap. So I I just wanted the because it's a Grand Max shell. Yeah. Uh, okay, I knew I knew I recognized this from somewhere. So yeah. this is a Voyager size, though, right? This is not a Legends. This is a Voyager. Yeah, this is the War for Cybertron Voyager. Okay. So interesting. Yeah, I totally forgot about that, but you're absolutely right. That Grand Max Pretender Shell with the fucking unreleased G2 Deco of that yeah. Megatron. Good job, Lotus. I knew, I knew it. Baller. I'm like, is that? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't actually have him because, like I said, I bought, bought the auction. It was just someone was selling it separately because I only wanted the shell. So. <laughs> Um, also some rumors for next year for uh, Transformers Generations uh, Masterpiece and Studio Series Uh, so looks like we have not a ton of interesting stuff here in my opinion that's the thing I mean as far as like well this is not talking about actual masterpieces just talking about movie masterpiece but 
I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm kind of, uh, kind of a little bit worried that Masterpiece is kind of done. You know, like G1 Masterpiece. And we haven't heard anything about Hound. You know, we obviously have the news about the pricing for MP44 and stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like they're really doing a lot with the movie stuff, you know? Well, and I, and I agree. I I think, I don't know if they're trying to, they may be trying to not dilute the market for that MP44. Like, that's that's kind of, you know, they don't want to put a bunch of stuff out there. There are people like, oh, well, I'm going to cancel my pre-order on MP44 because there's Jazz and Hound oh. and, you know, all these things coming out. Because the last MP that we received was Sunstreaker, right? That was the last one. You know, e- even though we have this MP44 deal, it just seems like they haven't really come out with anything you know, besides, I mean, even Hound, like they told, there's no news about Hound. Yeah, that's true. All we've heard is the repaints, the Soundwave repaints and the Megatron repaints. It kind of makes me just want to say I'm done with Masterpiece and just sell it all. Oh, God, like, Lotus, don't. That means you won't I'm collect just, action figures anymore. No, I'm just, I'm and just saying. we have to kick like, you off Tapara, the podcast. I'm, what I'm saying is, <laughs> Tapara, well, then you lose your editor. So that's yeah, I know. So that's just going to create your work. So I think I got you there. But uh, but no, I mean, if, if Takara is not going to, you know, if they're not going to do anything and not going to give me anything, I have no interest in movie masterpiece figures. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm I I was all excited about, you know, stopping the retail purchasing and focusing on Masterpiece because they were coming out nice and hot and heavy in 2016. And, mm. you know, so and now it's it's gone. So it's like, uh, I don't know. Well, and maybe they're uh, I mean, maybe they're taking a page out of the third party companies and not. And not being, uh, you know, holding their cards close to the vest, you know, and not putting out shit. And and we're going to get some announcement that, hey, here's three new Masterpiece figures that are up for pre-order in two weeks or something, you know. But okay, we'll see. Who knows? Um, let's see. Yeah. Next up, a new SH Figuarts. For you Star Wars collectors out here, I I still absolutely love that while you know some of these characters, like, you just have no idea, like, what takes place in the movies around uh, them. The first one is uh, (laughs) J-Lu. What's his name? (laughs) Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Okay, that was close. So he's like a Rastafarian, uh, I don't know, platypus guy. Yep, and then Luke, right? That's Luke. Yep, Luke. And uh, what outfit is that that he's wearing? The the Halloween pumpkin. <laughs> His pilot outfit that he okay. wears when he pilots during an Halloween. X, an X wing or a uh, or a snow speeder. Orange in the snow. Well, that's no good. <laughs> he's not trying to hide. If he oh, get, okay. if he crashes, he needs people to find him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, we get an actually well-weathered action figure. Like, that looks like a good, dirty R2-D2. Because there's yeah. a scene where he gets super dirty. Okay. 
Uh, so you get uh, Harrison Ford and, and Mark Hamill and Stormtrooper outfits. They, ju- they just wore those on the set one day, and now there's action figures with them for the rest of their lives. I think that's funny that uh, <laughs> he's he's not stand. They couldn't make him stand. He's just like lean against the wall. <laughs> well, from the scene. Oh, is ta- that our scene? They're taking cover because they're shooting. Leia there is is being brave. She's about to get shot in the face. Uh, she's okay, I got you. So he's doing the right thing. <laughs> she's <laughs> just standing out there. Okay. Uh, we've got an emperor with the throne. We've got a Yoda, um, very vintage esque Yoda, <clears throat> and then uh, and then we get a prequel Yoda as well with his scrunched face. What is he sitting inside of? What is that? That's his chair from from that uh, movie from the Revenge of the Sith. Oh, okay. And then uh, one, you know, like you, you ever see those those uh, love sacks, those big, yeah. uh, <laughs> those big things you just put on the ground, <laughs> like a big love sack, Yoda in a love sack. <laughs> uh, one thing uh, that's been rumored in the Black series, but we haven't seen from any line yet, is a General Grievous. So this is a android that's been trained in the arts of the Jedi, so he can lightsaber battle with Jedi people. Uh, and then a Jedi Luke, I think we've seen before. Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett. So, well, you skipped the Jar Jar. Well, that's just a repeat of the same picture we saw up there. Oh, He's okay. just waving hi. Okay. <laughs> so yeah if you're an sh figure art person some good figures there for you and then uh moo 3d uh sound wave metal puzzle and (laughs) so if if anybody's ever done the metal earth uh uh metal 3D puzzles, whatever you want to call them. I've seen them. I've seen oh them. Oh my god, dude. They are such a pain. Dude, you know me. I can't pass up a sale. I had coupons that were 40% off. Those 3D model, those 3D uh, metal puzzles were on clearance for four bucks. So that means with my coupon, it would have made it like 250 or something, and I still couldn't fucking buy them because these things are a goddamn nightmare. They look uh, cool when they're when they're assembled, though. Yeah, they do. If if you can handle, I spent two hours on a Millennium Falcon that I got for Christmas a couple years ago, and it is a eighth of the way done. Two hours for a. It, well, that's the biggest you picked the biggest inch, ship though it, well i didn't pick it i got it for christmas but yes I, I it's one of those things where it is a nightmare and these are six inch models for sixty dollars granted they come very well detailed all the metal is colored if you've ever seen the uh earth metal ones they're all just silver um, but this I would one, think it would make it. I would. I would think it would make it harder to assemble because you know you're obviously 
you know, you're using your pliers and you're, you're bending the metal and you have mm-hmm. to be careful that you don't scratch the color off the metal. So I would think this would be more difficult to I, put. The- I agree. And it's also six times as much. So you would care a little bit more too. Uh, there is, uh, they released an Optimus Prime and uh, there's a YouTube, a 40 minute YouTube video that is extremely heavily edited by a guy that put the prime together. And, uh, and that guy says, I will never fucking build another one of these ever in my life. (laughs) (laughs) And he was all super excited about him at the beginning. (laughs) So I don't know. I think you got to be hardcore, uh, but Hey, that's coming out. All right, how are we doing on my on my time points? Ah, we're fifteen minutes over. God damn it! All right, we're gonna go ahead and take a break right now, and we'll be back with third and third party news. Peace. Peace. From Kenner's Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back Collection, Millennium Falcon that you put together. Batteries not included. Nice landing, Han Solo. Uh oh. Stormtroopers are coming. Action figures each sold separately. Got them on radar. I'll fire the laser cannon. There's even a hidden storage hatch. Raise for takeoff. Jump to light speed. We're gone. On to the Death Star. Millennium Falcon from Kenner Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back Collection. Action figures each sold separately. All right, guys. Let's get back into third party. First up, KFC Power Master Prime. And wow. This looks crappy. <laughs> now, has I know there's Power Baser, which is amazing. Uh, our our homie Tim K in Germany loves the Power Basers and has reviewed all the different versions of him. But is there another? I I've got to assume this is masterpiece scale. Is there another one that has the Apex armor? trailer i don't think so i think this is uh i think maybe that's why they did it yeah uh, this is the first one to really kind of be true to the power the full-on god genrai i mean the the mode the alt mode looks okay yeah it's just that it just it just looks generic that's the problem yeah. And, and if it's masterpiece scale, you know that this is going to be a two three hundred dollar toy. And do you want your two three hundred dollar toy looking generic? I guess is my big thing. But if you're a completist, you gotta have it, right? <laughs> See, I don't think I don't think there is a uh, you know a completist when it comes to third party. I don't think that pressure is there i don't know i think people i guess what i've seen a lot of is people just buy the next best thing to fill that hole you know like they're trying to complete you know they're trying to complete seasons or lines or whatever right and they just keep upgrading and selling off their other ship or 50% 50% of what they paid for it or whatever. The the cra- the crazy part about it is uh, um is that, you know, a lot of people 
will sell the third party tools to get Masterpiece if Masterpiece ever comes out, you know? Oh, yeah. No, and, I, and that's a not, huge and, thing. and the Masterpiece is not always the best, you know, option, you yeah. know? So well, it is says it's inter- very interesting. And that's been the great debate forever, right? Is any time a any time a official releases, is there a better third party out there? You know. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh, Toy Hacks has some new sticker sets that I am actually kind of excited about and wish I would have bought while they were on sale because I don't think they're on sale anymore. Uh, first up is a three different... Oh, yeah, they're not on sale anymore. Uh, three different Retgar sticker sets for that uh, that retool of the Protectobots groove. Um and what's kind of cool, why there's three different sets of this, is it takes that Retgar and it turns it into three different characters, including one that is just ridiculous. <laughs> and I love it because it's ridiculous. I never, never purchased this to do this. Um, but it takes that motorcycle mold. It uses the combiner port as the head for him mm. <laughs> applies stickers to that it keeps his legs collapsed so it kind of uh like in transform mode and it makes the motorcycle a trike which is really interesting <laughs> yeah so i give him props for being super creative with this so it's taking that mold and making three different versions of it uh the trash cannon is a little bit more believable um i like it um i have actually because i caught him on a really good sale i've actually bought two of these retgars now i was able to get them for about 10 bucks a piece after points and stuff so um another cool kind of mini set that you can get if you're not into spending hours stickering your stuff is there is masterpiece soundwave cell shaded set a and b yeah Uh, these these look kind of cool yeah especially considering all it is is a sticker to put on his tape window that's Mm -hmm. it yeah. I mean that's all it is. Um again a little a little pricey. Uh when I first saw this, I think it was it must have been during Black Friday or something like that or Cyber Monday cuz everything was 50% off. Um but kind of cool. You've got two different uh window decals. You can have one with the symbol, one without and then an extra symbol itself. So you could you could in essence put a rub sign on there so you could have a cell shaded rub sign i don't know why you would want to do that because he didn't have a rub sign in the cartoon and if you're buying a cell shaded sticker why would you have a rub sign on it but um so i'm curious not i know you're not into this i'm not into spending money on small things like this but uh Considering the two different versions, the light blue and the uh, dark purple or maybe black 
which one would you choose? The light blue. Yeah, me too. I'm the same way. Because that way it would also match, you know, if you're going to get into it. And that's really, I think, what a lot of people are waiting for is, you know, are they going to start doing these stickers for more figures that have windshields and stuff like that? So you can kind of have a cohesive look, you know, because before the sound wave, all we had was just the Optimus Prime, you know, the ME10 windows. And those were kind of the, the lighter bluish, you know, swooshes of, uh, you know, cell shading. So, yeah. yeah. And I don't even know where the black comes from. Like, maybe it's a certain scene in the cartoon or something. Oh, like I was that. just... I was just thinking that maybe it was actually for Sound Blaster or something. Oh. Huh. I own the toy. I, I own Sound Blaster. Do you? Yeah. yeah I have, I, he's, he was part of my uh, part of my uh, Dreamwave Takara book set, the reissue set. Oh. So he's actually he's uh, number. He's uh, like number eighteen in that set. Interesting. Did they make a Soundwave as well? Yes. Huh. Yeah, it, Soundwave is Soundwave's number ten. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and I have a I have a sound I have a G one sound blaster from the reissue when they reissued the different cassettes with them. They had the Tiger Ravage and and that set. Uh, and then uh, and then don't even get us started with Twincast. That's a whole nother can of worms there uh shockwave lab shockwave lab uh upgrade kit for power of the primes this is kind of a cute uh no price yet on it but kind of a cute just a little simple upgrade if you've got the uh power of the primes predaking um just a missile launcher for the back and some stubby spikes like i'm like why didn't you and i guess maybe the aesthetic works better uh but some stubby spikes for his hands i think people were uh getting getting predaking for like 85 bucks on amazon oh really have people seen yeah. them that low yeah I, yeah like 85 bucks on one of the lightning deals or something I the cheapest I at least remember seeing him is a hundred, and again that's still like I say, I I guarantee you this is gonna be a fucking Ollie's fifty dollar thing, yep. and, and yep. I'm gonna try to watch the groups and and jump on that when somebody's willing to do a cost plus shipping for people in the groups or something, but. Yeah, this is the first one where, you know, because I did that with uh, Trypticon even. You know, I did Trypticon when TF Source had them for 100 bucks last Christmas. <clears throat> and then, sure enough, three months later, people were finding them for 50 bucks, And, you know, some people were taking a 10-buck markup or whatever, but still, it was less than 100 bucks. that's for sure. And oh, my mouse isn't working right. I am too drunk to move it around correctly. Next up, third party news. This is uh, courtesy of AAA, alias Angel Alias. <laughs> this I, is... I think. Uh, I think just before we say it, I think Rock needs to. 
if he's going to do this, I think Rock <laughs> needs to do this and not AAA because this is just <laughs> finding random stuff for the bathroom on Amazon, which obviously you know that Amazon has all kinds of bathroom fun books <laughs> and stuff. So, I mean, I don't find this funny at all, honestly. Really? Oh, my God. I love it. It's a miniature no. golf set for your toilet so you can practice your putt. While you're, while you're uh, taking care of business there. Well, uh, okay. So this all this this section started because Rock was going into Target and and showing these poop toys because of these stupid. This all started because those stupid. Poop toys. <laughs> yeah, now we're just be. randomly picking gags that Spencer Gift has had for years. And now Amazon sells them. I, I'm not. I'm not for this category anymore. <laughs> I was never for the category to start. With. No, I was have gonna... category for it. This is horrible. Because it's so easy to copy and paste HTML and and to save an email from Rock <laughs> from posted to the group. That's why we have it in the first place. But uh, okay, Lotus. Party pooper Lotus. Every everybody send their hate mail to Lotus and say yeah, yeah, we we like to hear about turd party news. It's not but it's not turd party. <laughs> like the, the the transforming toilet, that I could say would be a turd party thing. <laughs> but just finding a random Spencer's gift aisle where you, you go to Spencer Gifts and you just walk around and they have all these gags or even Think Geek. That that's all this is. It's just <laughs> random junk that Think Geek would sell, you know? Garbage. <laughs> junk. Mindless garbage. Boo. Yeah, yeah. Boo for cent N. <laughs> junk so uh, my point is for people out there there's no reason to go on amazon and send a link for a toilet toy because there's a lot of stuff on amazon that's the amazon sells and they have all these kinds of gifts i mean what's next you know is someone going to be you know googling or go on amazon for a dildo and send us a dildo and then we've got a dildo uh, section you know he's calling you out Vern. That that's that, shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> I gotta say that picture. I did laugh that picture that he sent, and I don't know why he sent it. I don't remember what the thread it was, was. It was the Friday desk toys. That oh, was the his desk. desk. Okay, yeah. So that was that was very funny. I did laugh. I did laugh at that picture. Um, I would say that's definitely not appropriate. So hopefully no one got in trouble and had that up on their computer and a coworker would have walked past at the same time. But, uh, cause that is a very crazy picture. And I don't know if that person works for a company that, that creates those types of toys, but, uh, <laughs> uh that was a very interesting picture. What are you talking about? That's Vern's desk. That's no way that's that. no way. If that's really Vern's desk, then the Vern has a problem. <laughs> Ooh, if you don't know what we're talking about, make sure you join the uh, Open Your Toys group on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook.com slash group slash Open Your Toys. All right. Next up, store report. Um, only one thing, uh, this is, uh, five below is getting some, uh, Star Wars, the last Jedi force link vehicles. So these are, uh, super boring 
It's uh, the A-Wing and then the uh, little, like, cop patrol speeder from The Last Jedi. But only five bucks a piece, and they come with a, a, a figure. So, can't go wrong there if you got a five below. Looks like these were, like, front and center in their window there, because this looks like it's taken from the outside. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Uh, next is up... This, would, would you buy that? I mean, is it something that you would... I think for five bucks, I would. Uh, okay. Not the A-Wing, because I'm not spaceship guy, but that little, like, speeder thing, mm-hmm. it was so ridiculous. I would never buy that, but considering it's, like, a little, like, cop speeder contraption, um, I'd just buy it to see what it was like. Now, okay. what I would do with it afterwards, because I know I would hate it and I wouldn't care about it, who knows, you know? Uh, give it to some kid somewhere near me or something. But again, these were $30 vehicles marked down to 5 bucks, and I guess that's part of the sickness, right? Like, I have no fucking want to keep this whatsoever, but it's I guess it's kind of the same reason why somebody buys a coffee, right? They just want to have that experience. They want a coffee right then. So I'd buy this vehicle just to open it up play with it for 10 minutes and then get rid of it okay well yeah can have a you know starbucks latte for that probably exactly and it'd be gone in 10 minutes right or 15 or however long it takes you to drink your coffee never to be seen or heard from again you can you can nurse it you can nurse that shit (laughs) make that make it last (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and I'll tell you what, that's what drives Miss McFavor crazy is when I nurse toys in the living room. Like, don't really care about them, but I, I open them, I put them together, and then stick them on a shelf in our living room. So so I at least look at them for a week or two before they just go into storage. <laughs> uh online tons of shit online so if you missed the super seven santa club grayskull he-man that uh we talked oh shit wow that was crazy it was it was available this afternoon and now it is sold out on big bad toy store as well so this 35 dollar figure which is basically he-man with a santa hat a candy cane sword and then the best part of it was the uh, that it comes wrapped in uh, in some vintage wrapping paper, not vintage, but based on vintage wrapping paper. Uh, was thirty five bucks on Cyber Monday from uh, Super Seven. Sold out extremely quickly within one to two hours. There, um, it had been on Bid Bad Toy Store for about a week now. And uh, I only put it on here because it was still available this afternoon, and now it is sold out there for $60 with $4 shipping. So, yeah, you people are crazy. Did you buy one? No. No. Oh. If, if I had a job, the completest in me would have bought it. I can tell you that much. The completest of me would have been at my job, on Cyber Monday and been like, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy this. So you know? why, 
why didn't they do a Skeletor with the? Because the isn't the idea. I watched that uh, that Masters Universe thing. You're supposed to have the two uh, swords combined together, right? To to have the power, I guess. They don't do those. They don't do that with the filmation swords. Oh, filmation swords are standalone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're I right. I thought that was that's what they said in the show that you have to have the two swords, two swords to act, have the power. Not in the show. I'm not sure where it comes from, but the show Skeletor never had a power sword. He had a sword. So how do you unlock? Different. So so how do you unlock Grayskull? That's the that's either mini comic or other lore that's that was never in the show um skeletor gained access to uh castle grayskull in a bunch of different ways in the cartoon Mm. but it wasn't like like they promoted in the toy where you put the two swords together, you put it in the keyhole of Castle Grayskull and it opens the drawbridge. That's not how it was ever portrayed in the cartoon. Mm. All right. Well, I guess that's a lie. <laughs> Your childhood's but, ruined. Oh, no, it's not my childhood. It's just, it's just you know, the documentary or whatever i watched that's what they were really focusing on they were talking about you put the two halves of the swords together and it forms one and the, you have the power and you can unlock castle grayskull yeah no that, i mean again that's that's probably what they promoted on cross cells and that kind of stuff but that was never in the cartoon all right Ah, for you Power of the Primes people out there, those uh, exclusives we had talked about previously, the uh, Deluxe Red Swoop, so the toy-accurate version of that, homie, and the Ricochet based on the Mega Prime, uh, the Mega Jazz, which I guess we can't call it Mega Jazz anymore because in the second release they removed that. Uh, are available for pre-order through Big Bad Toy Stores and other online retailers. So yeah, I, I've never been a big Ricochet fan. Um, he looks amazing. Uh, again, black repaint of, of a mold always looks pretty good. Who is that? Who was that called? Uh, ricochet. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said you said ricochet. I'm like, okay. Oh, did I? Oh. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> I'm like, okay, ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, especially with the big hubbub of the masterpiece Dinobots, it really got me to thinking about Swoop and what Swoop is my Swoop. And uh, I I am usually pretty religious about toy accuracy, um, but mm-hmm. especially seeing like Gigapower stuff, like I am a blue swoop guy. Like this red yeah. swoop looks weird to me, even though that's exactly what I have in my Dinobot display with my G one swoop. Well, my G one knockoff swoop. Let's not get it twisted. Um, G1 knockoff swoop is a red swoop. It looks weird. It looks weird, not blue. Yeah, and it just uh, it really pops on the shelf if you uh, if 
you have blue swoop so yeah and especially considering most of most of the other molds are usually bulkier and big bigger you know they talk about this in design like you can have a bunch of stuff together and if you change the color of something it can be as equally balanced as something twice its size that's of a different color you know mm -hmm. so i i think you're right i think it does make it it makes it balance when you have mm. it up there with a bunch of larger figures. Not to mention, especially when it comes to like the uh, masterpieces, he has huge vac metalized wings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I had, uh, I mean, I had the fans toys for a long time before I sold it and uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, Hasbro toy shop fucks up and I am so angry that I missed it. <laughs> uh hasbro toy shop put up their uh, war for cybertron siege figures and put the deluxes up for 10 bucks a piece including a promo code for 20 bucks or not 20 bucks off 20 percent off and free shipping <laughs> this thing, stuff like this is like <laughs> the, the, the thing is they honored it well people actually yeah. received their orders yeah well peter Peter was Peter got in on this because Peter's I don't know what Peter does but he does he gets in in all of these like one hour things that happen you know um, he got in on this and he got all of his siege figures twenty percent off including the deluxes that the deluxes were actually you could consider them sixty percent off considering they had them marked at 10 bucks before the promotion. So, good on these people. This lasted for about an hour, from what I can I can account. Um, they had the Micromasters forever, and, and whatever the weapon ones are called. I think people were getting the, uh, the, the leaders were also on sale. Yeah, yep. Yeah, they they weren't marked down crazy, but they were twenty percent off, which is rare considering these ha these are extremely rare to find in stores even right now. You know, and I've like, only found I've only found the battle masters. I haven't seen anything else. Oh, that's what I'm calling the weaponizers, the battle masters. That's all I've seen too is the battle masters at Target, mm -hmm. and none of those I have an interest in uh oh crazy there's more t-shirts than just this <gasps> oh my gosh okay now i'm a little excited uh we're moving on to the next uh show note so oh, it's uh the, the private sale uh he-man apparel yeah so click on i don't know why i don't know why it's not showing What's going on with this? Oh my god. Uh, just click on the logo to go to the homepage. This is kind of crazy. So, 80s Tees has a blowout site. And I was never made aware of this until the uh, heman.com uh, posted, or heman.org posted about uh, some He-Man things that were super cheap. Uh, so I clicked over to this, and now I'm seeing there's all kind. Of, oh, look at that Kelly Kapowski tee. 
So what is this? What does this actually cost? These say like ninety nine cents. Yeah. Twenty five. It's like what is the actual cost? Is it like so, shipping twenty dollars? It that boom, boom. Give this man a prize. That's exactly what it is. Ridiculous. Is, I eat this shit. You can you can purchase up to three items, and your flat rate shipping is twenty dollars. So I mean it it can be a deal. You buy ten t-shirts for ninety-nine cents a piece, so you're paying twenty-three bucks for ten t-shirts. Where they get you is if you try to add a fourth item, then you have to buy a licensing fee, which or, or a license or something like that, where you can buy more things, and that license is twenty bucks. So it is, it's, it's definitely a scam. So please, you know, please be aware of that. Uh, But they've got some interesting things. They've got ugly Christmas sweaters or sweatshirts from He-Man. They've got uh, that Kelly Kapowski tee. I'm, I'm loving that there. Uh, and again, the same prices, 25 cents for that t-shirt. But again, you try to just buy that t-shirt, it'll be $20 and 25 cents. And it's just a way for fucking eighties tees to kind of get rid of their shit that doesn't sell well. Um, anything that is cool, you know, anything that you actually might want to buy, your size is going to be sold out unless you're like me and like shit in 3X or 4X, you know. Well, uh, well they, in the 2000s movie section, they have, uh, they have a T-shirt. It says, and I don't remember what movie this was from. It says, Sex Panther. 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> it's uh, Anchorman. That's yeah, that's what it was. Panther is the, the, cologne. Yeah. the cologne he wears. Yeah. He, he opened it up and like made like a little sound. Yeah. It's like sixty percent of the time it works every time. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, yeah, there's, there's some good one. There's a there's a Home Alone sweatshirt that says "Merry Christmas, you filthy animal." Uh, there's a sports jersey that has an eight bit Mega Man on it that says Blue Bombers. I mean, there's some there's some good shit on here. And again, you just need to be aware because I I spent like thirty minutes on this. Oh, okay, I'm gonna get this and this and this and this. You know, how much could shipping be? Oh, twenty bucks. Okay, well I'll just add more stuff. Oh, now I got to pay a licensing fee of 20 bucks, you know. So, I mean, they're they're definitely not giving this shit away, but I mean, there is there is the uh the the Battle Cat hoodie that we made relentless fun of. I mean, it is absolutely ridiculous. This hoodie is just this huge thing that's like two feet by two feet around your head, you know, but it's two bucks, you know, so if you want to wear that as a costume or something like that, do it, you know, uh, that's funny, bubble wrap Zoltan costume, yeah, I mean, there's lots of funny shit on here, so go check, oh, here's a snake eyes costume sword, no legitimate snake eyes is 
Oh, they got a Chitara, Chitara costume and a Baroness. Ooh. <laughs> so like I say, go take a look. If you want a deal, just realize like this 97, 90%, 98% off is not the final price. Realize you're going to have a big shipping fee on top of that and don't try to add too many too many things or they're going to add more fees to it, but kind of cool it's like the ross of 80s tees right it's all this shit that no one ever wanted that you know maybe you want for 10 bucks kind of thing um and now i'm like so deep into the clicks on here <laughs> it just kept following shit over uh. um all right hasbro mp44 release so we all knew this was coming. Some people they were saying, I'm holding out to see I'm gonna get the Hasbro one for two hundred bucks less, blah blah blah. Yep. No. Price fixing in effect, motherfuckers. Four hundred and forty dollars for the Hasbro version of it as well. Uh going to be released at the same time though. So us Americans don't have to feel left out left out in the cold. Uh, and doesn't look to be any changes. No, so, it's got the same same parts. Yep. Uh, so probably just different American packaging. Which maybe you're a packaging collector, and that's important to you that you don't want Japanese packaging. Uh, I I did go with, and this is a very optimistic thing on my part. I did go with the Amazon Japan pre order. Uh, which after shipping came out to 313 bucks. Yeah. So much, m- m- much more affordable than the $450 or $440 here. Like it's a scam. What? Like, I just think it's a scam. Like I, I just like, it's like they're, you know, they're just playing with these numbers, trying to figure out, you know, what's uh, what's what gonna stick. Pay. Yeah, no, I agree. If because you... I don't even I don't even know if you noticed, but Amazon raised the price to fifty four thousand yen instead of fifty thousand yen, so they changed the list price on Amazon Japan. Oh, really? I didn't. I yeah. did not see that. So I just it just feels like all of these these prices are just, you know, random. I don't know. I don't know what the actual suggested retail is for this figure and it seems like no none of these companies know what it is. All I know is the prices are going all over the place. But yeah, like you said, I mean, you know, if you're you know, they <clears throat> They put a high list price out there, and then Amazon gives us the discount, blah, blah, you know. I don't know. It's just, it just seems like it's, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't really like the whole idea of these figures costing so much money. Yeah. And I see what you're saying. So you're saying the MSRP on there because. It was 50,000 yen, and now it's 54,000 yen. Yeah, again, the MSRP, the the regular price, or what they're saying their marked down price is still thirty six thousand yen, so about three hundred twenty one bucks. But yeah, I, I agree. Um, here's something to uh, 
to think about too is so I looked at the wholesale pricing for the Entertainment Earth, so the quote Hasbro release. If you buy four or more of them, it comes out to three hundred and twenty-six bucks a piece. You know, I gotta imagine that, like, you know, BBTS stuff—they must get it for cheaper. I mean, you think they're really paying three hundred thirty bucks a piece? Well, and that supposed—and well, I shouldn't say I don't. I don't think that that's what they're paying, because this okay. is this is what a I am the bottom rung of Entertainment Earth wholesale. Okay, BBTS is probably buying. $100,000 worth of stuff from Entertainment Earth every month, mm-hmm. you know. So they're probably getting a huge discount off of that too. I and when I say huge, you know, maybe 20% off of that too. You know, so you know, maybe they're getting it for 250, but yeah, their pre-order is still 450, you yeah. know. It's it's insane. But if anyone's interested, I'll just put this out there. Again, you got to buy. F- if you want two or more, it's three hundred and forty plus shipping to me, then plus shipping to you. If you want to buy four or more, it's three twenty six plus shipping to me, plus shipping to you. Blah blah blah. It's There's- not worth it. It's not worth it. Just have people just go to Amazon Japan, order exactly. it themselves, yeah. be done with it. That's, it's not I, worth not worth your time. It's just not worth shipping problems. It's not worth any of that. Well, and like I say, the the only difference here is this is going to be Hasbro American packaging. You, mean, we don't know that. We don't know that. It could literally be the same exact thing. Well, the listing says that it's coming from Hasbro, and they're okay. and they're usually good about saying something's coming from Takara or Hasbro. So that that's the only thing I can say that is for sure. Um, I I'd actually be curious. It looks like this is on the entertainment earth podcast this last weekend. Um, It's been a while since I've listened. I've listened to that. I'd be curious to see if he is saying this is an American release or different in any way, because he's usually upfront about that. But everything on here, every category it's in, all of that is all Hasbro. So, but yeah, I I agree. Best case, best case for it, most people, go buy it at Amazon uh, uh, Japan. Shipping is super cheap. My shipping was like eleven dollars from Japan. Oh yeah, and, and and the truth of it is, is you'll get it before anybody else. You'll yeah. actually oh, receive yeah. this before BBTS, before Entertainment Earth, before everybody. Yeah, yeah. Entertainment Earth has it arriving November. Uh, my arrival is August. Uh, they Entertainment Earth will ship it to BBTS before they start shipping out their own. You know, like yeah. No, I absolutely agree that Amazon Japan is the way to go. Um, let's see. Yeah. Next up, uh, HTS redesigning gift cards. So there's a big hubbub over the last couple weeks. Somebody found in Hasbro toy shops, FAQ that they were shutting down and no longer selling, you know, things from brands and blah, blah, blah. That turned out to be a bunch of hubbub that no one fucking cares about. 
Um, the big thing is, is that they are going to be redesigning their website. Um, and, and it looks like changing all the functionality and that gift cards are only going to be valid. Uh, let's see what happens if the remaining balance, if I don't use my gift card before. So they, they put out that January 18th was going to be the last time to use your gift card balance. And now they're saying, uh, toy shop gift card can be used for purchases on the news site launching February 2019. So it looks like you'll still be able to use your gift cards later on. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of crazy. They redesigned their site like two years ago. I'm not quite sure. Granted, their current site is garbage. It is extremely hard to use. It has lots of flashy shit, but it sucks as a, a website as a web store or whatever, but I guess it's the saying, basically, don't worry. Your gift cards aren't going to expire like people originally thought. Which, who gives a shit? Um, yep. <laughs> the Star Wars Combat Assault Tank. Um, so this thing was originally $80, has now dropped down. Ooh, Amazon has sold out at the tank at $37. Wow, that's new. There's been all kinds of updates since I did these show notes like five hours ago. <laughs> uh, no yeah, longer... We're right in the middle. I mean, we're right in the middle of the holiday season. So, I mean, all this stuff, you know, people are probably just grabbing last-minute gifts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, Amazon is sold out. Still available on Walmart.com. I just, I really wanted to put this on there. Um, I ordered this at this same price point. I wanted to put this on here because it's really interesting. This $37 price point that both Walmart and Amazon put on here was what it was on Target.com with your 5% red card discount. So I thought that that was really interesting because Target.com originally had it at 40 bucks when Amazon was 40 bucks and Walmart was 40 bucks. I canceled my order with Amazon because I jumped on that at 40 bucks. I was like, oh, that's a great price. And then I was like, oh shit, I need to check Target and Walmart. So I went and checked Target and Target with my 5% discount and then I only get charged 4% tax from Target as opposed to 8% tax from Amazon, blah, blah, blah. It was cheaper to buy it from Target. So I canceled my Amazon order. And then a day later, Amazon lowered theirs to make it price after tax exactly what I paid from Target with my red card discount. So I just thought it was kind of insane that like they're now take, it seems like they're now taking that into account too. Like not only are they trying to price match, but they're also trying to promotion match too. Like, oh, most people probably have red cards because you can just do it with a debit card. You don't have to have a credit card. I don't mm. have a red card credit card. I just have a red card that's hooked up to my bank account, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so it now looks like they're trying to price match that as well. So 
kind of interesting there. I'll, I'll give a little bit of uh, thoughts on it when we get to what we got. Uh, Kmart gets it wrong again. Yeah, no reason. No. I don't understand why. Why are we talking about Kmart? <laughs> Kmart's are not even really available anywhere. So oh. I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know why this is news. You could still buy stuff on Kmart.com. Believe it or not, whether you have Kmart's in your area or not, I would never. I mean, <laughs> I would just never trust Kmart. I mean, I don't even trust buying. I'll be honest with you, buying stuff from Target, like you said, I don't even really trust that. I would, re, I would trust Amazon over Target because Target has a problem with their DPCIs, and Kmart may have the same same issue. You know, I agree. The reason why I like Target and Walmart free returns at stores all the time. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. That's good I mean, that's. That's where I roll with it. But, uh, yeah, so it looks like Kmart uh, put out a buy one, get one half off on the vintage collection and mixed up their, not their DCPIs, but mixed up their UPCs because they do use actual UPCs, but they dual coded them. So you think thought you were ordering wave two hard to find figures that aren't in any stores hardly at all yet but what they did is put the same upcs as the first wave that you can find everywhere that no one cares about that's what that's what i'm saying that's like the same (laughs) thing that target does you know when you order something you know, like at least when I was ordering Transformers, it's the same exact thing. You know, where they would just classify it all as one DBCI. I know they don't have DBCIs, but it seems like it's the similar. It's the same thing, except Kmart doesn't have actual DBCIs. You yeah. Know? Well, and the problem with this is people are like, this is malicious. Like they're trying to get old, rid of old stock by advertising new stock with. The old stock UPCs, you know, just leave Kmart alone. Let, <laughs> let it die on its own. I don't understand why people are still buying from this company. It's dead. Sears is dead. All Lands End. All of those companies that are together in a in a mess of of just money and and just uh, just stay away from it, guys. Stay away from it. <laughs> people want deals. People want deals. I, I'll tell you what. It's too good to be true. It probably is. <laughs> Stick to your gut, folks. Don't, you know. Oh, man. These people are goofy, man. <laughs> uh, reformatted 2-pack is now available at your major retailers. So this is the uh, Mastermind Creations from IDW. You got uh, Coulter's little uh, dog guy. There and then a uh, little medic as well. Again, I'm not up to date on my comics, but uh, the medic looks kind of cute. He has uh, four different expressions. Again, his alt mode is really, really strange. It's got tons of weapons and bombs and all kinds of crazy stuff, but I have a feeling if you're an IDW fan, this might be right up your alley. And that's it. Four. All right. Oh no! Sorry, sorry. I it's not linked, so I totally forgot. 
there is a well I should have mentioned this in store of report and this probably won't be out in time for you to take advantage of this but if you're a toy person you're probably at least relatively in the know first up this week Target has their good old $10 off a $50 purchase or $25 off a $100 purchase in effect so if you can find those siege figures and you can accumulate a hundred bucks, try to get it right at a hundred bucks, you'll be getting 25% off of those. Um, and then Entertainment Earth has uh, a code called FESTIVE10 for $10 off of $50 plus of in stock merchandise that expires December 18th. We should at least have the show out before then. So you can take advantage of that. Um, so uh, somebody like Lotus that has been watching, waiting for that uh, that Bumblebee Volume 2 uh, vintage cassette 3-pack to co- hit, mm-hmm. you can get uh, 10 bucks off of it right now, free shipping, 49 bucks for that. Yep. They can keep it. <laughs> The excitement has worn off. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like I was, I was all in. I have my Comic Con one, and I'm like, eh, I'm gonna wait till this. The one thing I didn't realize. Now this is kind of interesting. The one thing I didn't realize, and I don't think we've ever talked about it, is if you get both sets, you actually get a set of correctly colored vintage tapes i didn't realize that so the volume one has the correctly colored brontosaurus and then the volume two has the correctly colored t-rex or raptor or whatever it is so if you get both you open both up you actually can get a set of correctly colored uh dino cassettes i thought they were i thought they were swapped i don't know for some reason i thought that like the green one, like I thought it was the other dinosaur. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. So, okay. And, and it might. I don't know, cause I'm on a I'm on a cassette board that is all about like buy yeah. these two and sell off all the bullshit, you know, kind of thing. But could be true. I haven't compared them with mine, so. All right, let's go ahead and get into what we got. You got anything, Lotus? Bunch of GoBots. <laughs> but did you get those, or did you just open those? Well, I mean, I could, I'll say I just got them. I mean, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I have thousands of dollars worth of shit. That I, I mean, these are vintage, that vintage figures that people are like, you know, swearing at me because i'm opening vintage figures you know what fuck everyone oh i agree just fucking open your damn toys who cares about value who cares that some of the figures cost a hundred two hundred dollars each it doesn't matter just open them and if that's what you want to do then you know that's what you want to do i agree like i say i i was privy to that when uh Duvall, like started opening sealed vintage toys and he just got so much hate and i'm just like fuck people man fuck that bullshit that's yep. ridiculous like it's a big thing in the star wars world you know now 
in the Star Wars world, there's a whole nother like side culture of people that just like what you're doing, they open a, a carded vintage character, then they send it in to get graded as uncirculated because it's never been touched before. So it gets this like pristine, like opened grade and is sealed in an acrylic case. To me, that's kind of bullshit, you know? But if you just want to open your toys and display them opened, fuck people. Fuck people. Yeah. yeah. So have you really caught... I know you mentioned it in one of your videos or, or maybe more than one of them, but are you really catching a lot of flack in your comments? I don't no, read comments because I fucking hate that shit, but... Yeah, I I was. There was one person that was kind of calling me out for it. Um, I actually de- I just deleted I deleted the comment. But uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, whatever. I mean, I understand. There's a lot of people that you know maybe are. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't I didn't pay a dollar for these things. I paid some very hefty prices for these. You know, so yeah. If the, the way I look at it is, if you want the figures you're going to have to pay what it costs to get the figures and if your goal is to is to have an open collection and not a sealed collection and that's how you want to display then that's that's what you're going to do you know yeah. i don't understand why someone want to get mad at me for you know opening a, a a vintage figure you know and um so like i said i think i i'm just kind of getting tired of the whole thing about value i'm really starting to get kind of pissed off about people talking about value and uh, resell this and resell that. Who cares about value? These are just toys. These should never be an investment. Your toys should not be an investment. They should not be part of your financial retirement. This is just, these are just toys, you know? And I think people really put too much emphasis on that part of it, you know, the sale, you know, the can I make money? Can I get my money back? You know, can I open this figure and then get the same money money back? You know, th- that kind of thing. So it's just, it's a shame. But anyway, if you want, uh, I opened up Bugsy, Psykill, the green one, Copter. Oh, I Jeeper, haven't even Jeeper, seen those. Hanscuff and Dozer. Oh, I was caught up on, on like Wednesday or Thursday. You released all of those since then? Since the last time we recorded, I did like I did all those. I'll have to hit those up. Yeah, and and like I say, the people talking about costs, fuck them. The only thing that I can I can see their point of view, but it has nothing to do with people's individuals people's individual intention for how they collect or what they want to collect is they're talking about that you got to think that there's maybe only two to 10,000 left uh, cop tours left sealed mint on cart. Okay. And you just removed one from that number. Like that's the only argument that I can kind of see, but it's also I re- I, yeah. I mean, I re- I removed it. I removed it, and I did not touch it with a human hand. I wore a fresh pair of gloves. In my eyes, it's still a mint figure. You know. Yeah. Well, and they're not talking about mint figures. They're talking about sealed, a sealed figure. 
Okay, but what but what is what is a sealed figure? Like what is the difference between a sealed figure or an open figure? Uh it's something like you would see right out of a store. Like and I know and I know I see how you do you cut the bubble like you know, two thirds of the way, so you can kind of squeeze it out. And I was curious. I meant to ask you: Do you keep those like sliced bubble and cards that way, or do you eventually slice off the whole bubble to keep the card flat? When I when I started, there's a lot of them that I opened off video. And uh, when I started, I was just slicing the bubbles off. But mm-hmm. now I've just been kind of leaving the bubbles on, kind of halfway. So I don't know if I'll ever take down my display and put them back in. I have no idea, but, you know, they're, they're there. Or maybe I'll just turn around and sell all my card backs. I, I, don't, I just haven't made the decision yet. Yeah, I mean, like I say, the, the people that are making that argument are making that argument from a museum standpoint. You know, like, if you ever wanted to open a museum, you've opened up something, and now there's only 2,189 side kills out there, or whatever. It's all bullshit. Do what you want to do with your own toys. Fuck people. Like I say, like I say in my videos, if there's anybody who has the ability to get a vintage figure, no matter what it is, and open it up, it's just really different to experience a fresh vintage figure that it's a 30 year old figure, but it it's fresh, you know? Well, like I say, like you're saying with your Jeeper Creeper, that was kind of interesting to me because I don't have many, I, I have extremely few mint go bots. I have extremely few complete, GoBots, and my Jeeper Creeper is the same thing. It had that loose, loose uh, abdomen, you know, joint or leg joints or whatever. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy to see, uh, yeah. like, oh, that's just how it is out of the package. And I had the same thing with the head too. Like I was like, oh, fucking great! I bought this like near mint loose jeeper creeper and the head doesn't even stay up it just you know a couple years ago it just took that little force to like snap it oh okay and while you were doing that i was like you just gotta pull on it harder yeah but i mean i i I was trying to be careful but you know um, know. and plus you know plus the there's different variants of the uh, jeeper creepers gun so and i yeah i had no idea about that yeah, there's different molding differences, so it's nice to get the one that actually matches the figure, you know. So, yeah. You, uh, what did you end up getting? Oh my god! Because it was fucking Black Friday. Uh, again, oh. a bunch of ridiculous shit. All all really good discounts. I I spent three hundred and twenty dollars this month, but I saved. $360 this month. So in essence, everything I bought was half off. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You, you spent 320 and you saved 360. Yeah. So I bought $380 or I bought $680 worth of toys for $320. Mm, okay. So, um, th- and now granted, one of those was the uh, Rogue One ATACT, that ridiculous three hundred dollar toy that I got for fifty bucks. 
so that so that's a huge discount right there but still hey it's making me feel good about myself over here <laughs> so at target i found the uh new wave of black series six inch figures so i got the hot leia the Lando and Bounty Hunter outfit, and the Imperial Patrol Stormtrooper from uh, Solo. Um, like I say, I was also able to do some amazing deals on the Walgreens exclusives. So I got the uh, General Veers, I think it is, the guy that's in the ad app from Empire Strikes Back. Uh, he was originally 20 bucks. I got him for 15 and then I was able to get uh, two Retgars for 10 bucks a piece. So I was excited about that. Um, the only other thing that I got was, oh, I got the uh, Marvel Legends 12-inch Hulk, which... He's not 12 inch, he's 14 inch because he's much larger. Uh, so this thing was originally $75 and I got him from for 30 bucks with in-store pickup from Walmart. And this thing weighs nine pounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous how heavy it is. Um, absolutely amazing, over 30 points of articulation, all that kind of shit. Um, and I only bought them in conjunction with, uh, I got, uh, Mrs. McFavorite, uh, the 12 inch, uh, dare, not daredevil, uh, Deadpool. Oh, okay. For Christmas. And I was able, he was a $50 figure that I got him for 20 bucks as well. So... Cool. Haven't gone too crazy. I thought there was something else I got. What else did I get that's not on here? Oh, I got a Black Major has been doing a Storm Shadow variants. So uh, Storm Shadow is my favorite figure from my childhood. Um, I actually owned him. I, I am quite, I am quite happy with that, but of course lost everything. Don't own him anymore. Um, but they, he did a Python patrol storm shadow. So a very cool, uh, green and yellow and black, uh, paint scheme on him. So I was, I was very excited with it, that I was able to scoop it on one of those, uh, <laughs> 10% coupon days so he was oh excuse me he was even less so that's about it alright haven't gone too crazy but again probably much more crazy than I should go considering I don't have a job so uh, I checked when we went on break but I assume nobody's posted any questions or comments or anything John has one Oh, does he? Oh, awesome. John's got one and then Mark posted. So uh, John says, uh, what is our favorite Christmas uh, favorite Christmas toy present as a kid? Yeah, I had a hard time with this one, too, because, I mean, I'll be honest with everyone. Uh, I didn't really 
get a whole lot of toys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my I had a really weird, you know, and maybe that's why I have a, you know, a different outlook on on all this stuff. Um so I don't I don't really know. Like I said, I I I was I was gifted a lot of these learning toys and stuff. So <laughs> you know, chemistry labs and uh which, you know, they they were fun, you know, fun stuff, you know, but I don't really have, I mean, even like I said, Transformers, you know, the I, my grandpa would give me uh, a couple of the Constructobots here and there. And I know I know I got uh, I know I got Prowl for Christmas, one of the Christmases uh, from my grandma. But I, I didn't re- my parents just they just they were only doing the learning toys. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I didn't really have a whole lot of toys as a kid. So I don't really know what to say about that. Oh, I don't well, think what, I have what was your favorite learning toy? I mean, can you not? Because I mean, I'm doing the same thing. I'm like, yeah, I mean, they were just memories. Like, yeah. you didn't have an amazing volcano that you had a blast with, or a, no, a no. wood dinosaur skeleton puzzle, or something. I mean, all those all those memories are just kind of all mushed together, you know. I mean, like I said, the chemistry set, the 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 dinosaur uh, archaeology set, where you use the brush to scrape away the <laughs> to, to find to find the skeleton or the, the fossil of the of the dinosaur, <laughs> and uh, you know. Um, uh, you know, like I said, I, the building toys—it it wasn't Lego, believe it or not. I don't. Maybe Legos were too expensive for them. I, I don't know. But um, it was, uh, like I said, constructs. I had constructs, um, but I just nothing stands out to me. Uh, the only, like I said, the only thing that stands out to me is uh, is getting Prowl from my grandma uh, hmm. for one one Christmas. Um, but that's all I can remember. So I don't know. Maybe that just. You know, I I just guess that I just really didn't have a lot of toys growing up. Hmm. Sounds sad, so, <laughs> but that's what it, that's what it is. That does uh, make me sad. I know I I know I had a gung ho for some reason. I had a gung ho uh, GI Joe. Um, I don't know. I know my parents went to a lot of garage sales and stuff, so I'm guessing that was a used thing. I just don't remember anything from Christmas time. So. Christmas was all about getting socks and well I I'll I guess I won't say the second part of the question. So let's what is your favorite from that's the first part of the question from John and the second one is from Mark. Uh so my favorite was and and unfortunately I can't even remember it's not a strong Christmas memory but there's no way I would have ever gotten anything like this except for at Christmas. So it had to have been that. And okay. I guess that's just kind of a tell of how my Christmas w- Christmases were as well. Like, I never got a Super Nintendo. I never got a Nintendo. I never got an Atari. I never got anything like that. The, the Like, one of the greatest... Uh, 80s franchise toys I ever received was a Megatron. Mm. And so I can't imagine, even though I can't place it at Christmas, I can't imagine that that wasn't a Christmas present. Because even at Christmas, like I would get five 
$10 toys at the most. Like my mom, we were never, we were never, and, and we're trying to change that with McKenzie, but like this year is not going to be that way. Like McKenzie's not going to get a hundred dollar toy this Christmas. She's going to get a bunch of stuff that I found on sale and clearances and stuff. She, I mean, she'll have an impressive like Santa display and that kind of stuff. She'll have a lot of presents from us, but she's not going to get that one like power wheels or <laughs> gaming system or anything like that. And because I was never like that growing up, Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica definitely was. Her family was a little more well-to-do, especially her grandfather. Um, so, I mean, she got the full-on action pack Nintendo system one year and that kind of shit that she still has to this day. But um, So, even though I can't place it at Christmas, I can't imagine it wasn't at Christmas, so I'd say Megatron was... Mm-hmm was my best Christmas toy. Now, best Christmas memory would be something different. But, yeah. anyways. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. So, Mark uh, Mark asks, um, so what is the worst Christmas toy that you got as a kid? So, I don't know. Like I said, so this is another one where I don't have specific memories. All I know is every Christmas I got socks. I got one of those <laughs> stupid Lifesaver books. Oh, I used to uh, get my favorite all the time. I got the I got candy cane full of chapstick for some reason, uh, all flavored chapsticks and stuff. Because um, <laughs> you didn't drink enough water. <laughs> I, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I, I remember getting candy bars, like actual candy bars. I guess that was a big thing. I don't know why. Uh, but, you know, uh, I even remember getting pajamas for Christmas. So... This is the stuff, you know, like I said, I don't know. My parents, I guess, just thinking practical, I guess, all the time. I know they didn't have a lot of money, so I know that that was one of the the underlying reasons. So they probably figured, oh, well, we'll give him new clothes, you know, here, and then, you know, he can use these for whatever, and it's practical, and it's something they can wrap up. So I understand the logic behind it, but um, I don't know. I I don't really know if I have a worse gift. I just know that that was the trend. Every year I would get, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, And I would always say this is ridiculous when, you know, all my friends are getting all kinds of awesome toys. You know, so. And didn't it seem that way? Didn't seem like every single one of your friends got so much cooler stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, my neighbor had my neighbor had all of the Masters of the Universe stuff. Um, I was, you know, really not allowed over there, you know, to, to play and all that stuff. But you know, he had he had all that stuff. He had the Thundercats, the Masters of the Universe, all that stuff. And then you know, and then uh, my other friend that I grew up with, uh, you know, he had all of the game systems. You know, I mean. You know, he, he he would get like 10, 15 games at Christmas. I was like, oh my goodness, it's crazy, you know? Yeah, it, because I lived in like a in like a nicer neighborhood that was like this development neighborhood where they're building houses constantly. My my mom had bought the plot of land, and my grandfather and my uncle were building our house for us. So we, like, got in on the cheap. So, it, again, 
later on I found out that my mom made buku bucks but was saving she retired at 48 that kind of thing so it, it wasn't like we were poor but my mom acted like we were poor you know like I'm, I'm with you I never got any of that shit I got socks I got sweatshirts I got, I got the lifesaver book right. you know that kind of shit um, but yeah, it seemed like all my friends got new game systems, got skateboards, got bikes, all this kind of shit. So yeah, it, it was insane to go over to people's houses and be like, what, what the fuck is going on with my life? You know, oh. that you guys are getting all this shit. Yeah. Um, but did you yeah. ever get, did you ever get Mr. Bubbles bath? Uh, oh Yeah. Mr. Oh, bubble yeah, bath! That, oh, that yeah. was something. That was something I got too. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we're unwrapping this this box, and the box of Mr. Bubbles bath uh, sprinkles soap shit. Yeah. You know, just like as a kid, I'm just like, oh, uh, nice. <laughs> you know? Oh my god, I don't know what happened. Yeah. So as far as toy related shit goes, I I don't know. I don't know what the worst toy I ever received. You know, I got I got mad knockoff GI Joe. I got mad knockoff fucking uh, uh, Masters of the Universe. Now that shit's like worth more than actual Masters of the Universe figures. You know, all that Rimco shit. You know, I had I had quite a bit of those. You know, my mom would buy, I mean, same thing today. You go into Walmart or you go into Walgreens or whatever, and you buy something that looks like what your kid is into, but is a third the price or a half the price. And I got that shit all the time. Like, it is very, very rare that I got name brand toys, even at Christmas, so... Yeah, I I would say, what's the worst toy I've ever got? Eighty percent of my toys were the worst toys I ever got. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the deal with the lifesaver book? Why does everybody get a lifesaver book? <laughs> All I can think is, and, and so this is, you know, you want to talk about like how it sucks to lose a parent and stuff like that. These are the things I wish my mom was still around for. You know, my dad was never in the picture, but I wish my mom was still around to be like, why, why did you start buying peeps for me? <laughs> like I got peeps at Val. Well, back in the day, they didn't even have them at Valentine's. They were only Easter, but then I would start getting Christmas tree peeps and heart peeps peeps uh, you know and granted i love peeps and maybe that's why i'm not a huge lifesaver fan but you're absolutely right i got a book of lifesavers every year you know but yeah it just seems like it was like a really common thing to get is is the lifesaver book <laughs> you get the candy cane full of the, the gold coin chocolate that tasted like garbage <laughs> Um, you know, it was just, it was the stuff you got. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, right on. Good looking out, John and Mark. We appreciate you sending those in. That means a lot to us. And let's knock out Grab Bag and get the fuck out of here. Because uh, 
it, if if you've been with us since the beginning, I assume Mrs. McFavorite is still asleep right now because <laughs> she hasn't stormed in the room and said, "What what what, what happened? <laughs> Are you guys still recording?" <laughs> she hasn't done that yet, so I assume she's still asleep. <laughs> Um, first up, Star Wars Crew Jacket. So we talked about this on the last episode. This thing went up for sale and sold out in one day. It is still possible. I didn't realize it. It's still possible that you might be able to find this at uh, stores that carry Columbia gear. Um, not as crazy as the last jackets. So the last jackets... Uh, It was the Luke, Leia, and Han jackets. Uh, The day after those sold out, they were up on eBay for double the cost. Um, These aren't quite as bad. Um, They were up for sale for $500, and they're hitting around $800 to $900 right now on eBay. So again, if you were just there, you just bought. I don't even know if there was a limit on these. If you just bought three or four of them, you could be making two to three hundred bucks a piece off of these within a week, which is insane. But um, especially for these ugly things, like I say, I could see the other jackets. The other jackets were at least more classic. You know, you had a it was the brown jacket for Han, which. That's been put to rest. It is a brown jacket. I'm still a blue jacket fan. That's that's vintage toy talking. Um, but uh, you had tan and white in the other jackets. But this is like bright safety blue or something. I don't know what you would call that. But ugly as hell in my opinion. But kind of cool that it's a crew jacket. Uh, oh, wow. Please call ahead. Oh, the stores were one per store. Uh, That sucks. No Colorado stores. Florida, Texas, Oregon, New York, Minnesota, Minnesota, Oregon, Illinois, Illinois, Washington, Florida, and Georgia. Uh, Transformer. Bumblebee. 100% fresh. Oh my god! So my uh, my friend saw it yesterday. Uh, it oh, was a the previews. Previews, and he says it was really good. And he's he's very anti movie, so um, he actually said it was really good. So oh, I'm happy. That makes me happy in the heart. Yep. Yeah. So this is the initial impressions. Uh, it even says that most of the time. Um, these drop considerably as more critics get access to the movie. Um, but yeah, a hundred percent right now, uh, during previews, uh, just to give a comparison, let me go to that article that I already click over from it. Yeah. Just to give a comparison, the original Transformers movie was 58% at the same time. Uh, the 86 movie was 57%, which I don't know, Rotten Tomatoes didn't exist for the original movie, so I don't... 
maybe that's the oh maybe these are like their current ratings yeah. okay that makes more sense uh current for the 2007 is 58 for the 86 movie is 57 dark of the moon 35 revenge of the fallen 19 to me that's the worst of the crew but whatever uh, Age of Extinction is 18, and Last Night is 16%. So, uh, well, that's good. I like to hear that even cynical people are are at least enjoying it somewhat. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, the actress in that, she is one of my favorite act- actresses uh, from the... Uh, Pitch Perfect series to especially Edge of Seventeen. If you've never seen that, she's amazing in it. So I'm excited. Comes out on my birthday. Anybody wants to uh, send me some birthday tickets, uh, I, I'll welcome them. <laughs> uh, Mark Taylor Sketchbook One available to purchase while stock lasts. This is, again was one of those PowerCon exclusives, uh, uh, or maybe first available at PowerCon. Uh, <laughs> this item is uh, forty bucks. Shipping is included for domestic orders. Uh, so if you're not familiar with Mark Taylor, he is what some would say the original developer of He-Man. He has some amazing sketch art. Uh, that includes Demo Man, Castle Grace, Goldtila, Merman, Battle Cat, as well as a lot of work on Castle Grace Uh This is uh, full color. Oh, that's interesting. It doesn't look like it's a sketchbook one. 14 pages, 12 illustrations. Uh, first cover is signed stores in a heavy-duty plastic envelope. Oh, so they're kind of like prints, kind of like what they did with the uh, with a, a different sketchbook from the packaging art guy uh, a couple years ago. But uh, yeah, so it looks like they're prints that are stored in a heavy-duty plastic envelope. Uh, yeah. So if you're interested, those are available to me, especially 40 bucks shipped. Like that's something you fucking buy a He-Man fan. You know, Jessica, Miss McFavorite says she never buys me anything toy related or anything franchise related because she doesn't know what I want. She doesn't know what I have, blah, blah, blah. This is one of those things like if your husband has a He-Man figure, buy him this you know yep um and last up possible director for the snake eyes movie starting filming next year uh this is robert zventke um probably most well known for red um that's one of the only movies that I did the whole preview thing for, where they oversell the theater, and you got to go wait in line for an hour before just to get a seat. Um, and Red was good. He also uh, directed uh, Ripped or R.I.P.D. So the uh, the movie about the dead police. 
Um, beyond that, it's uh, Insurgent and Divergent, Allegiant, and those movies. Um, so, uh, I'm just like, if you're trying to bring this back, bring back somebody with flavor, you know? Not a movie that was good 10 years ago and halfway good movies from the last few years and shit like that. But, I mean, I guess it kind of shows what Hasbro wants to invest in this. Who do you think, if a martial arts movie, are you a movie guy? I guess I don't even know if you're a movie guy, Lotus. I mean, I watch a lot of stuff, so I'm the kind of person that will watch pretty much anything, mm-hmm. and if it grabs me, I'll keep it on. If it doesn't, I turn it off. Um, I don't I don't memorize actors' names. I don't care. I don't care who's in a movie. Um, so I, I watch it for the entertainment value or for the informational value or whatever it is that I'm watching, but I really don't have a, like, I can, I know what they look like and stuff, but like names and stuff, I just don't, I don't care. Like if you were to tell me that girl's name that's in this movie, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who that is or whatever. It just doesn't, doesn't matter to me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the same way for the most part with, uh, well, even actors and actresses, I don't remember their names a lot. I, I'm i like, oh, it's that girl from this movie, or it's that right. guy from this movie. And especially directors, it's kind of difficult. You know, if you're not Kevin Smith, you're not Quentin Tarantino, you're not Martin Scorsese or anything like that, I don't know what you've done. The only reason why I know Michael Bay is because he's associated with Transformers, and that's just beaten into your head. I know Scarlett Johansson, you know that that those kind of names, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know stuff that is not talked about, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, but I will give I will give a lot of movies a chance, like B movies. I don't care. Like I'll I, I have no problem flipping through Netflix and and just watching a random movie, you know. Um, I don't, I'm not, not, you know, I'm not against that at all. I watch a lot of garbage, believe me. There's a lot of stuff that I've turned on that is just, it's just not a good movie, but you know. And, and you won't see it through though, right? You'll just be like, no, this is. I give it, I give it a very good chance. And if it just to the point where it's really boring and I'm, I'm literally not paying attention at all, then I'm just, I'm, I just shut it off. You know, that's good on you. Yeah. See, I have, I have a huge problem. Like I'll, uh, I'll do bad horror movies and Mm -hmm. I'll just keep, keep trying, you know, like, okay, I remember this part, and I'll watch it the next night again, and fall asleep in 15 minutes, and then, okay, the next night, okay, I remember 28 minutes into this now, and I'll try it again, like, my main thing is, like, to finish movies, whether they're awful or not, and I think maybe that's a better way to go, is, like, hey, if I fall asleep during you once you're done kind of thing. Yeah. So, 
mean, there's just there's just there's really too much content out there as far as like well, B- yeah. there's just so many B movies that you know that these people. I mean, they they put their effort in there, but yeah, you know, it just didn't quite or it just doesn't grab me personally. You know, yeah, yeah. All right, fuckers. Well. We are, of course, way past two hours, as usual, and that's okay, because we love it. I wish Miss McFavorite hadn't fallen asleep three minutes into the show, or however far <laughs> Lotus edits around. five minutes, five minutes into the show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we will see you fuckers sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Cried out by heaven. Suddenly silence, silence.